October 15th, 2004, Henderson, Las Vegas. I step out of my apartment building with a throbbing headache. I know the ball plaza opening is going to be one massive ball ache. Regardless, I put my hand in my coat pocket and pull out my car keys, not knowing that this journey would change my life forever. Welcome, listener, and welcome to Epic Wee Time, an open case study where you, the listener, will help me unravel and better understand the one unsolved case to my name, the Epic Wee Time Files. For the past 17 years, I, Gary Lincoln of Henderson, Las Vegas, have been trying to track down and bring to judgment a man whose status of celebrity has been destroyed by his own vile acts of urination. And today, I'd like to discuss the day this man's not-so-private urination game came to suffice. It's not very often a celebrity doesn't want their audience knowing any more about them than a stage name. And when you do learn of a celebrity that's so mysterious, you dig up whatever you can find online to learn more. Humans are drawn to the mystery and elusive tendencies of these celebs. As a professional, well-trained PI, these traits draw me in even more. October 15th, 2004. It had been only four days since I opened my PI office in Henderson, a job I'd wanted to do since I was a child. I'd always dreamed of stalking people in the dead of night, camera in hand down some shady alley. Now my dreams were coming to fruition. That morning my father had called, asking me to attend the opening of a plaza he'd helped fund. I couldn't say no. After all, he'd paid for my PI agency. From the office space, the equipment, hell, he even paid for the online exams. So through gritted teeth, I said yes. Arriving at the ball plaza, headache in tow, it's clear from the moment I step out of my car that this is a big event, bigger than I'd initially anticipated. Peppered throughout the huge open plaza were celebrities of all status. I was in awe, not knowing what to do with myself and my extensive private investigator training kicking in. I keep my distance from the crowds, choosing to observe the stars. I spot the sensational ass of Charles Denzel. What a guy. He keeps my focus for what feels like an eternity. The stars really were out that night, shining so bright. With the media now abuzz, I move right to the corner of the plaza on the right-hand side to try and catch a glimpse of what the fuss is all about. It's in this moment that our case subject meets his arrival. Now able to see what the media fixated on, I see him. The Ocean Man. Or Mr. Ocean, as he now calls himself. A pop star unlike any other. If I had to compare Ocean Man to another celebrity, it'd be David Bowie. That mystic quality that eludes most other celebrities. He looks and walks as though he stepped right out of a Bullshack movie. He walks towards a few of the reporters and proceeds to interact with them behind what can only be described as a child's octopus mask. He wears it with such pride. It's fair to say he took my focus away from the butt of Charles Danzel. He now had my undivided attention.
The rest of the night fades away so quick, with drinks flowing and the idle chatter of a better neighbourhood. False statements are plenty, of course, with the lies falling so easily from the mouths of local councilmen. It's at this point my crippling anxiety finally takes a hold of me. All night I'd been fine, cautiously keeping my distance, but yet still interacting with my fellow attendees. I had to get away, get some distance between myself and the crowds of people. Stepping out from the plaza and onto the street in front, I decide as the panic attack reaches its peak to hide away down the alleyway of a local nightclub, Lucas C, just down the road. There I can catch my breath, I say to myself. There I can reevaluate my current situation. As I turn to head down the alley, I hear something. A sound so unsettling that I had to stop dead in my tracks. That unmistakable sound of urine hitting cold pavement. The sound of millions, the sound, sorry, millions of drunk college kids here every night. A man stands in front of me. 15 feet, 6 inches in front of me, in fact. I measured on a return visit to the crime scene, I must mention. With his back towards me, I see a cell phone being held up high above his head. It's clear what this man is doing. He's recording himself pissing down this alleyway. As a stream of urine continues to fall, hitting the ground with a heavy padder, I stand there in disbelief. It takes me far longer than it should to realise who is performing this heinous act of self-depravity. The crimson red suit insinuates it's the ocean man. I can't believe my eyes. There's public restrooms are plenty, and yet he chooses to urinate down a dark alley. Makes no sense. At the end of the day, though, when a man needs to go, he needs to go. So after collecting myself the best I can, I turn to exit the alley, but then I hear it. Three words that shook me to my very core. Epic weed time, bro. time. These three words have a weight and impact on myself that words just can't express. At the time of these events, which I should state is 2.37am, if I stand corrected, uh, I hadn't the tiniest inclination that these words meant so much more than what I assumed at that moment was no more than a social media trend. One which may be clearly involved saying, epic wee time bro, whilst urinating. Of course, I was gravely mistaken. The events which would unfold after this moment would, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the most mind-bending any man could face. I went home that night with the words spoken by Mr. Ocean stuck in my head. Epic wee time. <laughs> what a dumb t- trend I told myself. I don't think I've ever heard the word we used before, besides maybe in a British TV show or two. No self-respecting American would use such a word to describe the act of urination. Unbeknownst to me, This was a clue to the mystery surrounding the events ahead, which were to unfold. Now, before we continue with my story, let's take a minute to discuss why I'm here telling you a story about some celeb who took a piss behind the nightclub. No big deal, right? Wrong.
Over the course of the past 17 years, I've been trying to track down a man who urinates publicly. While this in itself isn't a big deal, things quickly escalated to the point where our assailant was urinating on historical monuments, inside homes, and on the homeless people. Anywhere, anywhere that you deem as reckless, dangerous, or risky. Why you'd think the mystery of this case lies in the question, why? There's more to be uncovered, for you see, no one knows who the ocean man is. Thank you.